this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Challenge or no, no. <laughs> I'm so shocked. I'm shocked that Elizabeth didn't give us a, a piece of something. I know, right? You know, you're the thirst trap queen, and we got no bust <laughs> challenge from Busted Baby herself. You know what, though? You know what, people don't be counting the fact that, that it takes a lot to do those motherfucking challenges. It does. Yeah. It's like two, three seconds, but like. I mean, to like do the whole like roll thing and then you gotta go beat your face, do your hair, all that shit, and like do a couple of. <laughs> and then you gotta go back, edit it down, and then like. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. All right, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to Las Vegas. 
As you can tell, you are listening to the Crazy Sexy Cool Podcast, where we give our black-ass millennial opinions about the crazy, the sexy, and the cool hot topics. I'm your host, Bethany, and we have Meek to my left. We have Elizabeth to my right. What's up, y'all? What's my best right How was your week? Y'all have a good week? Yeah, mine's pretty chill. I was just in the gym. Uh, who, who, <laughs> who didn't, didn't know that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you listen to music when you work out? Because I know you I have did. a trainer. Like, do you? What do you listen to? I, I listen to my music when I'm doing um, my first, when I'm stretching, and then my cardio, and then I have to turn it off because I beat too much in the music, and I'm not listening to him doing my reps and stuff. And then I have to kind of tune it out a little bit. But when I'm by myself, I got my tunes on. What you listen to? I listen to everything. Like, I listen to some, some. Ratchet stuff and some twerking oh, stuff. And, you know, lately, lately we've been on that Jasmine Sullivan, you know. Ah, wait, you listen to slow okay. music in the gym? I mean, it just depends on what type of music it is. Like, what, what do you I do? Uh, I, I also I listen to church time. music sometimes when I'm on the uh, stairs. Yeah. Listen to what? Church music. Oh, oh, gospel! No, that's different though. Like, if you um, if you doing, you gonna need the Lord to get you through the stairmaster. Okay, <laughs> like, that's completely different. But listening to, I can listen to slow music when I'm like, you know, doing my weighted squats. You can. Because sometimes I'm doing it to it. I do it to the beat, so it's a little slower for me. So just to do a controlled like deadlift or some shit. Yeah. I mean, what are you what are you listening to at the gym? Because now I'm curious. You don't listen to tell me. Yeah, I am. First off, I am either a drug dealer or a stripper when I am in the gym. Okay, I am pushing keys. I am fucking working the fuck out of a pole. Shit, I know. Fuck a drug dealer. I am a king, a queen pin when I'm in the motherfucking fucking gym. You get all types of shit. You get money back, yo. You get yo Gotti, yo money. <laughs> Yo, Chopper, N-L-E, Yo, Chopper. Daddy. Yo, Daddy, in this bitch. <laughs> like, all that type of shit. Like, and then also, I'm that person that's, like, dancing in the gym. You know how everyone's trying to keep it composed when they listen? I'll be like, fuck that shit. You be, I'll, like, <laughs> be over there twerking and shit, like, holding the bar, about to, like, about to fucking squat a good Yes, day. honey. Feeling yourself. What do I? What am I squat? What's my squat at right now? Hold on, let me do the math because I know the plates, but I haven't done the math on it yet. Oh, yeah, I have to, you know, pull out the calculator. I just got to to two forty fives on both sides on my squat. So I'm at one eighty five. So I'm squatting two forty fives plus two twenty fives on each side. Mm. Like my ass. I'm telling you, what's that fucking caffeine or whatever pre-workout? Man, look, you either see me twerking or I'm in there like fucking rapping like. <laughs> I listen to Afro beats. I listen to rock music. Fuck yeah. Rock. I listen to house music. Yeah. House okay. music for sure. Yeah. So uh, what you think about that Jasmine Sullivan? Hotels, because we were talking a little bit a little about bit last, last week. Oh, I don't think I could work out today. I, I can. I, I worked out to um, what was it? Girl like me, and I worked out to the other side. Um, not the whole thing though, because like sometimes okay. I'll be having a like, click, 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 click. But um, yeah, I worked out to those two. We and should make a pretty. playlist of shit that we work out to. Yeah. 
Put it on our uh put it on the website. CrazySexyCoolPod.com, you know. That yeah. workout it workout edition. Beautiful website. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. uh well the thing is I haven't been to the gym in hmm. <laughs> Ooh wee. I know Forever, uh, ever, ever, L- ever, 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 ever. C is just collecting a, a check from me every month. Two, yeah. actually, I have, I have a membership for my mother. And oh, uh, yeah. None of us are going. Yeah. So, <laughs> hell yeah. But, um, so this Hotels album, I feel like it really just. So, I feel like either the women can absolutely relate to it or they absolutely are hating on it. Like, you know, when you put your art out there, of course, it's open to criticism on both ends, whatever. That's cool. But I haven't seen anyone like, oh, it's just cool. It's a nice album. It's either like, yo, uh, track 15, that was my shit, or this is some bird-ass shit, which is, you know, a direct quote that I saw on Facebook. So, um, <laughs> let's start with Bodies, the intro. Um, I guess she's basically out with her girls. She got too fucked up and went home with somebody and woke up like, oh shit, I done caught another body. And took somebody down. Is he a four or is he a ten? Like, who knows? Um, I've never had a situation like that before. Me either. I have. Uh, wait, I wait, have wait, not. wait. What's the situation that y'all saying y'all never where, had? Before? Where I've gotten so drunk at the club that I go home with somebody and I'm just not there. Away. And then you wake and up wake and then up. I'm like, who the fuck is this and where am I? I've never had never that happen. happen. That sounds lit though, but I've never done it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that don't sound lit because <laughs> because that means you don't remember your session, and it's like it's not worth having the body if you can't remember the sesh. So no, that's not lit. Now I have gone home with someone and woke up like, what the fuck did I do? You know, I'm, like I was very coherent and I remember everything I did, and I'm and you know what I'm saying okay. and familiar with the guy that's laying next to me but like why is this guy fucking laying next to me <laughs> you know like y'all never had one of those situations where you had someone trying to holler at you for a cool minute and you've always said no and then he just caught you at one of those times where like <laughs> nah. you know that you might be in that moment whatever I don't know and then like it goes down and you like you look over and you're like bitch I can't believe I fucking did this shit nope. y'all no, never y'all never did that no. Never. 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 No. If I put a guy in a friend zone, that's it. I'm not calling you and we know weak moment. I know somebody else I didn't to call. Say call. I didn't say call. I'm talking about like if you go out and like y'all having a good time and jokes and y'all laughing and shit, whatever. No. <laughs> no, ma'am. Uh, okay. <laughs> so that's not a that's not a part of my hotels, but you know. I've had I've had others. <laughs> Other bodies. So, for sure. Like, I've regretted bodies. But it wasn't from, like, a guy that I, like, put in a friend zone. It was like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to throw him a little bit of pussy. It wasn't like that. <laughs> like, we had fun. So, I guess, I, nah, it hasn't been like that. But Jasmine here is talking about some other shit. Like, she was lit with her girls and she just, you know, do you guys have that friend that disappears? Have you ever had that, like, you go out with a group of friends, but you have that one friend 
that just goes missing and she done went home with a nigga. Like, I have friends I, like I that. I go missing, but I ain't went home with a nigga, but I've been, been out with friends and been like, I'm out, send y'all texts, like, I'm out of here. <laughs> what do you mean but, you don't go home with a nigga? Oh, you I'm just, not, you just look, leave. Look, look, wait, yeah. time out. I, I'm gonna need some truth here because I feel like there's not, like, full honesty during this conversation. You talk about you never left, you never left and went home with a nigga and, like, and, like, dipped out on your girls. You never done that. No, no, no. I haven't said I, I never just left and dipped out and met up with a dude. I, I've done that before. Um, I haven't met him at the club and then dipped out with the dude. But I've already probably had somebody on like standby or something like that. But not meet him and then dipped off somewhere. I don't have a one night stand. One night stand, yeah. I've done that. But it wasn't like I woke up like, oh shit, what happened? Yeah, no, I've never done that. I've never done that. That I've never done. And also, I've never just first met somebody in the club and went home with them from the club. I've never done that either. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's no. just my whole ass. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, no, I've never done that. <laughs> that's just no. me, DM. So, no, but the club could definitely bring out some situations, like for sure. Like I definitely, because I, you know what, and maybe I. You know, in one of those girls, because y'all know me, I'm all off of chemistry and shit. So, like, y'all set up where, like, y'all put someone in, in the friend zone. It's probably, like, on some, like, permanent. You know, first off, he probably not attractive to y'all, like, or, like, on some crazy shit, whatever. And, like, you know, I might put someone in the friend zone, but, like, if we over here cracking up and having a good time and then some shit kind of spark off, like... Yeah, I have done that. Oh <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not on some like you and the friends. I think I'm gonna throw you. No, it's just I'm just lit in the moment, and we both here in the moment, and the fucking shit is like popping. So we about to go get it popping. Like, and it's been cool, and it's also been like, yeah, but you, you put him in the friend zone for a fucking reason, and it's not that it was trash. Is that? Is that that, like, maybe he was just, like, a bugaboo or fucking, you know, like, too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. Like, it's not even that the dick was trash. It was just that he woke up and fell under that meek spell. And oh, that's the meek it. spell. Woo! Look, I've Don't seen guys me. fall, okay? That <laughs> meek spell is, is hilarious to watch. Like, from afar, you see a guy, he just doesn't know what's about to hit him. And here's Meek, and she just has him in the trance, and it's just like, who is this four foot eleven woman that's like taking over my world? <laughs> I know, first off, first off, I need you to give me all of my inches. I am five foot three, close to five foot four. Okay, like I need all of my inches. You Ooh. damn near knock me a foot down. I mean. Well, we all know you got the attitude of a six foot nigga. So let's move on to. Antoinette's tale where she was talking about how niggas cannot handle if a woman takes the same liberties as them when it's, you know, when it comes to sex. So I know a lot of people feel like they really felt this because we I think we've talked about it on the show before, like where you can be with a guy in a relationship and if he finds out, if he finds out that you even like went to lunch with another nigga, he's just like is bent up out of shape like just I did that. when can they're we, out here just fucking on anything and they just cannot even take can we bring a new term it's not a new term but i'm talking about like as far as our 
as far, far as the show, to the show. Now, men, and we, we forgot to make this disclaimer before we went into hotels. Like, when we speak on men, we're not generalizing. Of course, we know that all men are not this way. We know this, okay? So if this does not apply to you, love, you should not feel some type of way. But guess what? If you feel some type of way, more than likely it applies to you. So with that <laughs> disclaimer said, I'm not saying any more fucking disclaimers on this show. Thank we have you. to also um, <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer. I just want to say this because no, I'm not because you, you got it. I got. I'm just. I said it in the beginning. I said what I said in the beginning, and that's it. So we have to. Add, we have to introduce. We. I know people, especially black folks, have heard of white fragility. Is it fragility? Mm-hmm. White fragility. But we also have to introduce male fragility into this conversation and i think this is the perfect place because when you start talking about like men being all bent up out of shade just because you have a conversation with someone of the opposite sex and you know just going like being ballistic or even like having certain views on sex i know that me being so outspoken about my sex my sex capades and me being sexually liberated it doesn't sit well with some people Mm -hmm. i don't fucking give a fuck but, exactly. but, like, I just don't understand why, how my pussy management is set up. Why does that, like, why does that bother you? Like, why, like, that it has nothing to do with you and how your dick shit is set up, dick <laughs> management is set up. So why the hell do, are you, are you over here worried about how I manage my pussy? I really just do not understand that. But. Well, she does say, you know, our society teaches them to be so wrapped up in themselves that they just can't I, imagine a woman having agency and making her own choices when it comes to sex. It's like they uh-huh. want women, uh, some men, want women to be, you know, all about them, but they want them to come, like, experience. It's like, well, bro, she got to get the experience somehow. Right. That sounds like, no. sound like Don't you want a woman who enjoys sex or you just want her to only enjoy your sex? Like, right. that's some selfish shit. Complete selfish shit. And that sounds like them down, you know, right when you get out of college and shit and it's like you try to, you know, you get like a, uh, what is it called? A, um, uh, fuck, I can't think of the, the term, but it's like uh, an entry level job. But yet you look at the qualifications like you, but you must have three years experience. Like, bitch, for right. the past three years, I've been getting fucking educated <laughs> on this exact thing. Uh, but yet you won't be had three years experience. So it's the same thing. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's a bit, I feel like men don't realize how wrapped up they are within the misogyny practices that have been taught for like for centuries of generation to generation but they don't realize how how deep it runs within themselves and this is also to women as well those women that she she says that yep she says we are to blame as well yeah and this Mm -hmm. is also women as well like the ones that's on the sidelines that got so much to fuck to say when somebody's pussy management is different than theirs like they like they don't realize how deep that that misogyny has conditioned them and and also how far it oppresses us you know um i think uh naima i was listening to wednesday service and naima you know she articulated it so beautifully where she spoke about how like if you look at the practice of relationships and marriage and like the whole reason behind why people came together in the first place it was a state of survival like if you look at that that new shondaland 
uh, uh, series Bridgington, and all the girls want to do is get married. And that's because, like, that's what right when they were born, they were conditioned to be good wives. But it was a state of survival. Their man, you know, went, provided. She held down the home. She took care of the kids. She has to be able to produce a kid. So basically, during those times, you were valued as a woman on how well you took care of a home, how well you took care of your husband, how many kids mm-hmm. can you produce. The man right. was was valued on, like, you know, can you provide for your family? And what was your... So- uh, it's a state of survival and status. And status. So then when you get into, you know, we go through women's suffrage, we go through the women's right movement, and then now you have people, you have women working in, I mean, in the work field. Women can now go and get their own bank accounts. Women can now also establish homes, also take care of kids and stuff. Not saying that men are not needed, but now that value is a little, it's a bit different. So now men look at that and they're like, well, where, where do I, where do, <laughs> where I, do fit I fit in? Like, where do I fit in in this? And they don't, they, I feel like they haven't come to terms that like, love, yes, you know, being able to provide, yes, that's important. I get all that. But you also have to bring other, you know, other um, tools and other um, practices attributes. over attributes. There you go to the yeah. relationship. It's not just your dick and your paycheck. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, it's some guys who are zero out of those two. (laughs) No, facts. 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 So what you got to work with, brother? And and that's the the thing that people are not thinking about either, is that, like, a lot of men want to hold on to these old traditional values of, you know, traditional gender roles and stuff, but yet you're not able to properly perform fulfill the the position you want me to sit up here and be so exclusive to you and be you know oh a quiet as a nun and like you know uh, how can I say like not explore my sexuality and hold myself up to a certain standard pure and innocent as a woman and do all this other stuff and you know uh can you cook can you clean and be a mom and all this but nigga you can't even hold a motherfucking job you know what I'm saying like you can't you can't, but it's like, oh, well, baby, are you going to ride for me? Are you going to be there? When like, but I'm supposed to be understanding when you can't fulfill your position. Like, that just but, doesn't make sense. But I feel sense. like, especially black women, I feel like we are always very compassionate and sympathetic because we understand about systemic issues that can keep a man from being able to have a job and that it is stressful that maybe he can't perform in the bedroom because he has so much outside shit that's affecting it. But it's like, damn, like, does anybody win in this situation when women are oppressed? It's like no, no, no and one wins. And especially being a black a black woman is because like you look at our situation. I know people heard this narrative before: black women, like oh, you know, like y'all want to wear the pants and y'all, you know, y'all want to compete with the man. And it's like you realize that like this state of independence wasn't because we 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 woke up one day and said, you know what. Fuck these niggas. I'm that bitch. Like, right. no. Oh, through the years, especially since we, since those, uh, those slave ships have docked, we've been completely torn away from our men. Whether it was on the plantations, whether it's when our men were were dragged into that war that didn't even fucking, you know what I mean, serve them right. any good, or whether it was during mass incarceration where they completely just tore our our men out of our homes and threw them in the prison system. Like yeah. we we didn't have a fucking choice 
And so just like how we have that compassion and that understanding when we look to our partners, and especially if this, they're, you know, I'm speaking of black men, I'm looking at a black man, I'm like, I understand that it's hard for you right now. I understand that there's a whole system built against you. I just feel like some, like, there's black men out there that don't show the same understanding nor, nor compassion when you see a, a woman that doesn't know how to uh, put the world off her shoulders. You know what I'm saying? Like they, like a woman that doesn't know how to, you know, like know how to say I need help. You know, mm -hmm. like that's the thing that as black women, like we, we don't have that. We feel like we don't have that. That's a privilege to say I need help or I need this because a lot of times help is nowhere to be seen right. or anywhere around. So right. I just wish that we were just showing the same compassion and understanding no, as well. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to the next song called Pick Up Your Feelings. I was telling you guys earlier when we were on uh, FaceTime where I feel like Jasmine is kind of like telling a story with each track where she starts, you know, she had a moment at the club, but then, you know, she starts to talk about her relationships and then we go into why she is kind of like feeling the way that she's feeling. And I feel like a lot of women go through these like, cycles like they get with a guy they're in love everything's good and then something happens where it changes the dynamics of the relationship and there's a reaction either he moves on with another woman or she you know breaks up with him or what you know so this one in particular is her I guess you know finding out that he's stepping out on her and she's just like done with his shit like pick up your shit and your feelings and get, get the out. fuck out yeah Right. So she's saying, um, you said that I've been acting different. Funny how I flipped the script. So she, I feel like a lot of guys, they feel like they should be given grace when it comes to their, um, promiscuous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, it didn't mean anything. It was just sex. But like I said before, if a woman does the same thing, the double standard is just ridiculously Ridiculous. crazy. So you can I'll never be forgiven. You. And it was like, you wow, you're going to break up with me because I did that? It's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, I am. I am. Well, also, how, okay, so so before we break down, break this in, uh, break this down, do you guys believe, you know, it's like that's the, the first thing that's, that men go to is, is oh, well, men, women cheat differently. Women cheat, and when they cheat, it's an emotional connection. They mm -hmm. don't just cheat for just pleasure. And I'm like, do that's you think true. that's true? Do you think that that's true? Um, I think women re react off emotion. Well, it's like well, well, it's not, well yeah, and that's completely different because technically men always talk about how you know, the romance was gone and, or I right. felt like something was missing or, you know, you didn't suck my dick like you used to, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was tired that night. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was tired that night, Willie. <laughs> like, damn. But um, I, I definitely think women uh, uh, react off emotion, but intentionally cheat off emotion no. no, 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 not cheat off emotion, but like that when they cheat, they have an emotional connection with the person that they're cheating with that like it's they can't just have sex and just have pleasure. No, that's I think that's false because I can have sex with pleasure with somebody right. that I don't know emotionally attachments to at all. 
So like that's yeah. like the argument. That's the argument. It's like, well, no, the reason why it's a different and why you know men act crazy is because when women cheat, they're making an emotional connection with the nigga that she cheating with. Like, cause I think about the time, the time that I cheated, and my ex had done me like dirty, and it wasn't like I went out to like purposely cheat on him. I just found myself in a situation where I was like, hmm, I guess I could real quick right now, like. Why not? Let's just right. get, you know, doing get done. It. Yeah. And it wasn't like something like, it wasn't premeditated. You know what I mean? It was really mm-hmm. just like a spur of the moment. Like, oh, I can do this and I can get away with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so You would never find out. Yeah. And a, a lot of guys, they just never find out. But I will say, though. Only if they uh, go through that phone. Ooh, let me tell you something. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna hurt people's feelings. Niggas, hey, niggas gonna be weak oh, as fuck going through a phone. I, and it's funny because I used to be that girl that used to go through the phone. I used to I, do that, and I got I to a point where like I used to find something every time, and yeah. it wasn't where it wasn't where I thought. It was always in a conversation with like a best friend or something. Yeah, or first, and I was like, first, hey, don't be don't be telling the secrets. That's what it right, <laughs> right. The group chats be too lit. Like, yeah, they have all so, the information. Fellas, if you don't want your feelings hurt, do not touch. Do not go in the group touch chat. It. But you know it. what? I don't think I talk shit about anybody in my group chat, though. I didn't. I never talk shit about somebody, but it's like sexual experiences was talked in the in the conversation or. Mm-hmm. Stuff that happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait a minute. Nah, I'll take that back. Sure <laughs> I have. Even though, like in our group chats, like I probably said some things. Yeah, yeah I'll take that back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, another thing, though, too, about the phone is that, like, when you're dealing with a woman that's like, she's, she's attractive, you know, she's smart and well put together, all this type of shit. And to think that, well, like, once you get with her, like, all the niggas is just going to stop. Con- trying to contact her or getting to you know what I mean like to just think that that's just gonna go down like you you gotta be fucking crazy I, like, I feel like I feel like smart guys understand like if she's with if he's with a dope ass woman guys are gonna always try to always. pursue her I right. mean they can literally be together in a club and let him go to the bar or go to the bathroom someone's gonna try to holler at her it's just really always. up to her and her attitude whether she right. is you could sit at fucking Starbucks and sweats in a beanie, okay? Girl, yeah, let me tell you, I have more guys <laughs> holler at me when I look like shit. Yo, okay, it that, is the that natural thing. beauty. So I have a quick question. So, is it safe to say that we've all been cheated on? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so when you think about being cheated on, did you ever blame yourself? Yes. Yeah. What did I do wrong? Um, all of my started, insecurity, insecurity, yeah, like I'll, it all came of my to insecurities like, came came to light. Like you know, it was things that I was already insecure about. Mm-hmm. You know, like I didn't always look at myself as this bad bitch that I am right now. You know, so okay. like mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm like like one one dude. The I, one of the relationships I was involved in because y'all know I really don't. I haven't been involved in. Meek just had one and a half boyfriends. Yo, <laughs> so that one, well, one of them, uh, he cheated on me with a white girl. 
and oh. and the girl and oh. and look and then was disguising the white girl as his as a good friend, right? And so I'm being I'm trying to be like you know the cool girlfriend like oh that's his friend blah 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 blah. Not only was she a white girl, but she had like just got her boobs done. And like, and I'm saying all this because this is at a point in my life where like I was young and I'm slim, like 98 pounds soaking wet, you know, so I I didn't, it was a lot of things I just didn't like about myself. And so once that happened, like instead of him looking like, yo, you just trash, like I'm looking at myself like, oh, it's because like my skin is too dark or my hair got it certain curl to it or my 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 boobs are flat or whatever like I start breaking myself down you know so yeah like yeah I I did um I had a situation like that where I was just so insecure about like just trying to figure out why like what did I do wrong what should I have done instead or what could I have done differently to make him not and when I tell you when I reached a point where I was like I could have done everything right. I could be perfect, but he was going to do that anyway. Yeah. It was the most liberating feeling. I was like, oh, <laughs> right. this, has no- this has nothing to do with me. Right. And I remember telling him that. I was like, oh, you was going to do that anyway. I could have been perfect, but you were going to do this regardless. This has nothing right. to do with me. And when I tell you, he looked at me like, it was like I took power from him because all of a sudden I'm not weak. I'm not upset. I'm not crying. I'm not looking at, you know, myself within, like, I should have done this differently. It was like, oh, no, you were selfish and you're going to do this shit anyway. Yeah. And he really could not fucking take it. And I really feel like that moment changed the dynamics of our relationship because I felt like now he understood that if I were to do anything, that he deserved it. Because he felt like I was going to cheat in retaliation. You know, you have some... You know, you have some men that look at that, like, if you don't respond, like, oh, you must don't love me, or, like, if you don't fight for this, like, you, you how, how you say you love me, but you just so quick to be like, well, so what, like. But I feel that's like they're used to that. They're used to women just always tripping and flipping. Hyper-reacting. A lot of guys feel like that's love. Like, how you have some no, women. That's who, toxic. Who, like, how you have some men who will, like, hit on their girl. And their girl's like, but he loves me. But he loves me so much that he, you know, he was that upset. It's like, no, no. that's that's oh, not what no. it is, boo. Hell no. It is also, very toxic. But also when it when I look back at the the situations where I got cheated on, I do have to take some accountability from those situations because I have to look into why I got into those those type of relationships anyway. And I realized that there was some codependency there, you know, from jump. So it's like that's the reason why I'm like I'm very cautious on like if I'm stepping into a a realm with someone like you know like where am I at in my life you know am I yeah. in a dark am I in a dark place am I trying to reach am I trying to escape or am I at a hundred percent and like I can actually like really like be engaged and be present during this time so like a lot of those times it was like at a dark hour and I'm looking you know and I found someone to escape within and those are that's not really a good time to really try to like start matching yourself up with people you know what right. I mean? you start finding yourself codepending on that person's presence in your life so, and I feel yeah, like but, when women cheat, they also are cheating with someone to fill a void that they're, that, you know, the guy that they're, they're missing. with. Yeah. But that's, and it's that's, all both, dangerous that's both ways. All around. Yeah. That's both ways, though. Because you got men. Because if you look at it, 
and I'm sorry, let me stop. I'm gonna hold this this what were you saying, <laughs> Eve? Because Eve was about to say something. Oh shit, I forgot. Keep going. <laughs> and, um, because I feel like you hear this, yo. So you have like these men that have these certain standards that they want their wife to be, right? Oh, you know, you can't have too many bodies and you gotta be this, gotta have education, have a PhD, a business, LLC, all this extra bullshit, no kids. <laughs> Got some niggas, no kids, and all this, all this bullshit. And then, but then it's like, you you get your wife, and guess what? It's not filling, fulfilling that void within you. So then you go out and you end up cheating. And you end up cheating with the type of person you say that you're not going to wife. But Ooh, if you just- Let's re- hold that for another song. We're gonna, we're gonna revisit that with another song on this track list because okay. she talks about that very thing. Um, let's move on real quick to Ari Lennox. Uh, Ari's tale, which I thought was really funny. I follow her on Twitter mm-hmm. and she has spoken about this situation that she's dealing with someone that is a public figure and that if people found out that she was dealing with him that it could possibly like ruin her career. People are like, yo, you're dumb as fuck for like messing dealing with this with guy. And everyone has been trying to figure out who it is. I mean, everyone's like, is it future bitch? Who is it? Like, that's she's, the only never gonna tell us. <laughs> she's never going to tell us. She's never going to tell us. I don't know. Like, I really feel like He's it could be public someone just... figure. Mm-hmm. And she so, said, if people found out, they would look said, at her differently. She said, I was, she said, I was damn near willing to just let him talk to me crazy because that shit was out of this world. The she day. said, I was literally willing to ruin my career. Um, right. If this ever came out, who it was, you would be like, bitch, do you know what Google says? She says, yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> So that, but, I, but I also know what that dick said. Like, who? Because and this is my truth, Lord. This is my truth. This is my people, truth. When people were guessing future, I was like, no, because no. I've never heard anyone say that his, his sex game was crazy. So I'm not going to say that. Ooh. But it's someone that's abusive, though. <laughs> I, it has to be someone that has an abusive, like, track record. Ooh, wait. Do you think it's Chris Brown? No, so Chris Brown got a type. He got a type. Chris Brown got a type. Mm. You never know. No, you looking up facts. No facts, but he also got a type though. Like he has a type type. But maybe it's someone like. But think of someone that's like that. That's like just on some like verbal crazy shit though. I was thinking like, I was thinking like Dr. Dre because I'm thinking like. Oh, Top God. dog. Wow. I'm thinking like, you know, I'm thinking like TDE, y'all all affiliated in some type of way. <laughs> like Dreamville. She's Dreamville. Oh, she's Dreamville. I'm thinking. You're thinking about SZA. I'm thinking SZA. Okay. Yeah. Dreamville. Okay. Take that away. <laughs> but Dr. Dre, that sounds crazy. That sounds wild. I feel like Dr. Dre has a type too. But like I said, with these niggas, you never know. See, think never, of something like, like who is it? Like just off top, you just be like, you fucking with that nigga? Who has that type of like toxic ass shit? Bobby Brown? No, man. Liz, what do you think? What's your What's your guess? See, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like her type, but then it's like trying to put that in the equation of it. Um. I thought future as well. And then you guys just broke it down. And it's like, dang, it can't be future. Because nah. 
It can't be future. I feel like future is <laughs> childish for her. Like he sound he looks childish as fuck. <gasps> Who? Wait, you had a revelation. Go ahead. Just say it. Just say, they, it. Just say it. No, but people say, like, do you know what Google says? What the fuck does Google say? Shit. <laughs> this is a good one, man. Right? Um and so after this song or this uh little interlude. Um, we go into Put It Down, where Jasmine is just talking about how she will just do anything for this nigga. He broke. She'll, she might pay his rent if he nasty. You know, like, she is just digmatized, basically, over this Digmatized. Guy. Oh, my gosh. I've been you know, digmatized. See, dig- digmatized it. and demon dick. Oh, my God. It, it, <laughs> it's some fun times, man. Fun fucking time. Some of the best sex that's ever, like, like ever. But some of the most darkest hours, I swear. It's intoxicating. Intoxif- what, what was so intoxicating other than the sex? Like, what, if you took sex away, what else was there about him? You mean was it, took sex was away? It, no. Was like, it the way it's he, called demon was it the dick. He, <laughs> but how, how do you get to I the like point demon, where yeah. you sleep with him and find out like oh this shit is bomb like okay how, i'll tell how you, you I, I i think i told this story before and this person's pro- he he probably listens to these shows so he's gonna know who he is but anywho uh hey yeah. listener the, the way the way this is the way this was set up and um I didn't even, I, when I first saw him, it wasn't even also like, oh, I'm attracted to him. Like, it wasn't nothing like that. Like, didn't pay it, no mind, nothing. Um, at the time, he was taken. He had no vacancy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, like, I, I completely just looked the other way. I didn't think anything of it. Just looked the other way. We all went out. Like, it was like, because it was like a, a gathering or whatever. We all went out. And then we end up leaving him and I ended up in the elevator together and he took me down in the elevator. I'm and when sorry, I tell him, he took you down in the elevator, like I'm like drinking down as, as in. okay, I'll, I'll give you the details. So we're walking. I'm, I'm, and this is, think about this. Like you, you and this person, you don't, you don't think that there's anything like that. So it's not like, Oh, we flirted and we knew like, no, like, not to me. Like, not on my half. Now, him, he probably been checking you, the kid out for a cool minute. <laughs> like I said, been under that spell, and I didn't know, you know? And so then we, I'm, you know, I'm being meek. I'm doing my meek shit, looking meek lit, you know, like. Meek, okay. A fucking, yes. <laughs> looking meek like lit. a fucking super. <laughs> and so um, I'm, you know, and drunk, you know, I'm drinking, whatever. And, like, so we're walking to the parking garage. And him and I are on the elevator together. He's on like one angle. I'm on the other angle. And we're like joking or whatever. And he comes near me with his hand, I believe, like around my neck. And like start oh, kissing that's the fuck what it was. out of me. And like, and just like really. And I'm like, oh my mm. God. Like ever since that <laughs> moment. That's like, my like, shit. You hear Liz oh right now? She's over there moaning like, yeah. Like, but every time though, like every time, and I think, I think that's what it was though. Like, but once again, like, we know, we talk about moments that, that what makes it 
demon dick or dickmatizing is like the hour that it presents itself. So like at that time in my life, I was like, it was a dark hour. Like I wasn't happy with my situation where I was like, and you know, shit was a bit complicated with the whole baby daddy situation. And like, it was just a lot of like, just life stress, you know? So is it possible to have demon dick in a good space? No. I don't think so. Because I feel like, this is the reason why. It's because I feel like, and and, and please, I would love to hear what y'all think about this. And the reason why I say this is because when you at 100%, you're able to see, if you truly are aligned, you know what I'm saying, and you're working at 100%, you're able to see things from, you know, a far place. And also, you don't have those voids, like, you know what I mean? Like those that that hole fill or that feeling to escape. And if you're working at 100%. But if but I feel you like have, if you like sex? No, right. it's not it's different. Like if it if it's if you're in a good space like put it this way, if I was in a really good space 100%, like I probably wouldn't have even fucked dude. I'd been like, "Yo, like get the fuck off. Like you in a situation." No, really? I really with the I hand really. around the neck and everything no, the way that really. he came on. You, no. I'm not, you were in a great I, I, space wet. and you wasn't getting dick no. like no, and to be honest, if I'm in a great space, more than likely I'm probably gonna be getting dick. <laughs> like, so wait, question: so, Are you in a Are you in a great space right now? Absolutely, and I've had dick. I'm, I'm in an amazing space right now. It's in a grind, and yet, yet it's it's stress, but it's a different stress because it's more like I'm grinding type of stress, a like productive happy. stress. It's a productive stress. I love where I'm at right now. I walk into my home and I'm, I'm at peace. I see my son. He's flourishing. I love who I am. I love where I am com- like in, in within my confidence. And to, and to kind of go to him, him to that. And we're trying to go to tie it all in together. I've had, you know, like good shit come my way. And I've just been like, I'm not, I'm really not in the mood right now. Like, and I'm more like, you know, I'm either focused or if I'm not in the mood, it's because it, it's, it doesn't serve me. You get what I'm saying? It doesn't serve oh, yeah. so you're my saying temple. Demon it doesn't comes in when you're not in a great space. And when you're not, you're, in a great you're space. more susceptible to allow that to happen. To allow it to happen, but also the reason why I call it becomes demon dick is because you become codependent on it. So you'll find yourself like, like I know for me, it'll we. It's not like we fucked every single day or every single week and or anything like that. But, like, the times where it really hit or the times I really reached out was times when, like, it was, like, a dark hour where I was stressed the fuck out. You know, like, I, you know, I just needed that fucking release. And it was kind of like a drug where I'm like, yo, where are you at? What you doing? Or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I utilized it. So that's the reason. That's how it is for me. Now, if I just get good-ass dick and I'm in a good-ass space, guess what? Like, that's just some bomb-ass dick. Like, you're not... Demon, I don't have a codependency on you. Like, it's no codependency. So, okay. Liz, what do you think about demon dick? Um, I never heard of demon dick until Meek introduced that <laughs> word to me. <laughs> so, I never knew what that meant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, I mean, she, she broke it down to me. You know, we have our therapy session. So, she broke it down to me how it goes. Right. Dr. Johnson. Um, <laughs> But, um, like, I, I've been in good space, and then I've also been in, like, you know, stressful space. And I feel like, um, yeah, demon dick could be, like, when you're using it as far as, like, a drug. But then also I feel like 
I, I don't know. I wouldn't call every situation I've had was, was demon dick. It, it's probably just situations because I'm I'm just so used to it. That makes it. So, do you think all the dick that you've gotten has been demon dick? Um, not all, but I've had a hand a handful of of some demon dick. <laughs> and so, all those situations, you weren't in a, like a certain, you weren't in See, a good space. Not not necessarily. I wasn't always in a good space. I was under a lot of stress, and then I'll use it as that. Um, but a stress relief. Yeah, like a stress reliever. And, and that's pretty much what I use them for. Like a BC packet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and then, but then also you, you realize like once you really, once you, once you really get in that space where you focus on yourself and you go back to that demon dick and say you hit it again, it ain't going to hit the same. Yeah. That is true. It does not so, hit the same. So it was one time that I had cheated on my, the guy that I was with at the time. And I cheated on him with someone that I had slept with before. And when I tell you that shit did not hit the same. It was I like was a waste like, of time. I was like, damn, <laughs> I really cheated on some weak ass, like a weak ass situation. I was so fucking like pissed, pissed at myself. Like, damn. Ugh. damn it, it wasn't yeah. even worth it. Damn. Like, I, I just gave this nigga his life and I didn't get nothing in return. Yeah, but, it, it doesn't hit the same. You think yeah. men look at us like that's some demon pussy, like how we look at demon dick? Yeah, I think so. I think, you think like so? I think I feel like guys <laughs> see certain women and be like, "Man, she'll ruin my life." Absolutely. You think so? And, but, and I feel like a lot of guys want that. They want an experience with a woman that's just gonna like drive them fucking crazy. That's why I feel like you ever see like those skits and shit that you see on Instagram, like. The toxic relationship where you see like the guy and the girl having this, you know, toxic ass banter back and forth. But these niggas really be loving these crazy ass women. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't put they up with that. They want that. It's yeah. they consider, like passionate, you know. I've, no, I've had men come out because like I don't, I don't, I do not support that. And, and I and granted, I'm not speaking to those that are in it because, like I said, my pussy management is not her pussy management. So I, I don't, I never look at someone else's situation and judge it. But like me, like as in like me and my partner or whatever, like I'm not, of course, we can have conversation. Like I said, I'm all about like us having a productive conversation. But to, to just argue, just to argue is draining. I do not like it. And like, unless we're doing or getting to a certain point, I really don't hear, I, don't, I really don't want to fucking talk about it. You know, like, unless you're talking about bringing some solutions to the table, I really, you can express your, the initial point you can you can express your feelings but after you express your feelings let's go let's get to solving this shit i don't want to <laughs> sit here and be like no nah, but like like three days later or that makeup <laughs> breakup shit like and I, another thing and you ain't gonna be like look yo now like, I'm let like, it go let it go right. and then that's when i start coming off very dismissive where i'm like i really don't care like I don't fucking care I notice that I do that sometimes like we can have a conversation and then I sleep on it and like wait I forgot to talk about how this bothered me and I might bring you know what I mean yeah Yeah. that's different I feel like that's different but you know what I'm saying like when it's just like and you and you just gonna sit there you just your ass just gonna sit like you know like like, just Mm -hmm. bad and it's just Mm -hmm. toxic and it's like and then then on top of that then you use it to talk down onto me like that that ain't Mm. gonna get you nowhere bro 
They ain't gonna get yeah. you no fucking where dealing with me. Like any kind of, con- I, I'm down with constructive criticism. You can tell me about myself. You can say, Meek, you know, I, you know, I feel like you can improve in this manner. Da da this. But if you coming from a place where you're just trying to throw daggers and hurt, just evil. It's done. It's done. You don't know. Yeah, how I'm not that. arguing with you, so I'm mean. not. Like, yeah. I'm really not. I don't know. So let's talk about on it. Jasmine Sullivan featuring Ari Lennox. What did you guys think about that song? It's very, it's one of those that you might throw in like a playlist when you, you know, get a little getting high ready. and heavy with it. So getting ready with some for some dick. Well, well so talk yeah. about y'all. Y'all got a playlist. Y'all y'all put together. Absolutely. Y'all got dick. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you please put that in the group chat because I yeah, I, don't have, I don't have one. Like, me so I have I have like three different ones because sometimes it really depends on like my mood. So I have one that's like old school, like old, old school, like 70s, you know, like R and B soul. It just it hits different. So yeah, I got like the, the 70s, I have like the 90s. You might have some Joe to see and Drew Hill on that shit. And then you have like the new school. You know, you might have some Janae Aiko on there, something like I oh, have it. Does it yeah, does it different. depend on the type of dick? Yes. Do y'all wait, Tama, do y'all categorize y'all dick? Do y'all categorize y'all dick? Like I don't. with music? No, just categorize it. Like, you know, you got like the slow stroker, the fast pumper. You know what <laughs> the I mean? The quick pumper. The quick pumper. <laughs> The pussy eater. The pussy eater. Ooh. Ooh, Fiddle fiddle fingers. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yo, them fucking fiddle fingers. Bruh. It's magic. It's magic. You believe in magic. That's that's why I have... Sorry, y'all. My alarm going off and shit. Um, I, I go off the vibe. Like... It really just depends on the moment. That's why I have these playlists like ready. I like to play music because I've been in situations where a guy puts some music on. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? I never heard this song before. Like, no. You're going to ruin the mood. Like, no, we can't do that. Have you ever had let the dude put on some song and then he put on some shit that made you be like, what the? They had you in feelings with somebody else? Oh, like a song that makes you think of another nigga. Oh, yeah. that's the worst. <laughs> Wait, hey, time out. Have y'all have y'all ever had it where a dude put on a song and you fucked that nigga? No. <laughs> 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 But yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's, that's another show for another another day. Oh shit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yo, that's funny as shit. Get different. Get different. So look, I think music, music is very important to to the mood. That's why I feel like this song on it, because she's talking about, you know, sitting on the dick, take your time with it. I might sit on it, put it in my face. She said spit on it. I'm like, oh my God, man. It's been a while. Who is it a car? Miko say, did she just say spit on it? (laughs) It's it's been a while since I've I've gotten some. And like, it's been so long where I, you know, like when you start thinking like your ride is off, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, you know, like you know when you haven't read a wrote like wrote a, a bicycle in a while, you like, can I still pedal right. this bitch? Like, a, a, can bicycle. I this a bicycle yeah like a bicycle like can i still pedal this bitch can i use the the handlebar brakes or do i need one of those do i need some training wheels like, <laughs> so when she said spit on it it just made me feel some type of i'm like dang do i even still know how to do that you know <laughs> like am i gonna just like spit on it or you know you go <sighs> you know hit it with one of those <sighs> Kind of thing. Oh, have God. you ever done? Have you yeah. ever done that? Oh, that's nasty. Nah, <laughs> oh, oh my oh. nigga. I'd be like, yeah, you know, this loogie on the dick. Loogie on the dick. Loogie on my dick, bitch. Get up out of here. <laughs> like, oh shit, that's nasty. Oh my god. Hell no. So let's go on to Donna's tale, where she is talking about how. You know, there's a lot of women who are very prude and talk down on women who have sex in exchange for something, whether it's money or material things or an experience, a trip or whatever. She's basically saying, like, look, women have tricked at some point in their life. They have slept with a man for something in return. Um she said women think oh no i don't trick i don't hoe i don't do none of that shit she said bitch every time you sleep with even if you're married you have tricked in your fucking marriage you have sex because you know your husband is going to give you what the fuck you want the next day like girl i got to give him some so i can get that isn't that wouldn't you guys call that that's, like, that's, no? that's no i say it all the time like you that's. you're going to be somehow how you're going to be used whether it's love affection sex anything so i mean you using you he using you you using him it don't matter getting something even if you get it a, a bag or whatever bitches be doing like i'm not looking for no bag but <laughs> nigga, uh, <laughs> whatever like you you in a relationship with your husband like all right no and i and i true a lot of women that i know that are in those like long haul relationships be like girl i have to make a calendar to make sure that like you know like sex on Tuesday, sex on Thursday, sex, you know what I mean? To make sure that the, that the pattern don't go off in some of those. So even though that, that sex day come up, you might not want to, but you know that it's what's needed to, you know, keep your man happy to keep mm-hmm. the equilibrium, you know what I mean? Of the, place, <laughs> of the relationship. It's going. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's a mm. good, that's an amazing way to put it. That's like. She couldn't say it any better. <laughs> yeah. You get some, like, it's an even exchange, I feel like, you know? Like how you were saying, like, you know, the whole why people got married back in the day. Yeah. Like, you know, she's taking care of her family because her husband is going to bring home the bacon, and it's also a status symbol. Like, it's it's so much that comes yeah. with the exchange married. of sex. Yeah. Right. Exchanging right. sex, period. Like, even if you're not married, you're going... A lot of women sleep with a guy because, well, maybe he provides financially. Maybe he gives an, you know, her a certain amount of attention that right. she's never received before. Or maybe mm-hmm. she's, you know, he Ooh. reminds her of her father. Or, like, it's something in exchange. Right. You know what? You know what's so crazy is because, you know, like, like the way you started that off when you said women are, are prude or prude-like. But at the end of the day, the intent behind the sex is still the same. Whether whether you a city girl or whether you are a... a, a a, um, a deacon's wife 
Right. <laughs> Yo, the intent behind your sex is still the same. And the crazy thing is that, like, I then question how many of those women actually have sex for pleasure. Like, right. I oh. want to nut, bitch. I need to be relieved like how many of you know do women actually have sex pleasure yeah, yeah. I mean we we had this whole conversation about misogyny and you know a, a lot of women are out here having sex just to please their man, man. and they absolutely completely leave themselves out of this equation like they're just a tool to get their man off get him happy so that he can continue to do what he does for her right. whatever that is oh wait me me did you get your toy in the mail yet you're a sex machine did you get that yet because you said you ordered no, no? is it no. okay well, I'm, sure you heard about it. <laughs> I'm sorry oh, yeah. I had to ask because I was thinking about it like. Nah, I haven't received it. But it's a lot of shit I haven't received yet. So maybe I need to take it up with UPS. But I'm letting you know right now, once it comes, I don't even know if I'm going to use it. Because I told you, after I got nut clarity, like, I felt disgusted with myself for even pressing uh, (laughs) submit order. (laughs) Like, I'm like, the the noise, you know what I'm saying? The eek, 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 like that shit. You know, I had to play some music really loud. To be, I don't know, like home alone. Yeah, it's yeah, a home alone. You might have to pack that shit up <laughs> and take it to the room, bitch. I just feel it's like it's gonna hell. fuck me up. <laughs> you know, like you know, it's one of those things that, like, you know, it's just certain drugs you just don't do because you just know it's gonna fuck you up. You know, yeah. like you just don't do crack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I feel like the sex <laughs> machine. <laughs> I, I feel like the sex machine is just one of those things that, like. If I get to a space where I get comfortable fucking this sex machine, I'm going to be fucked up. Like, it's going to tear me. It's going to wear me. This machine is crack. This is crack. <laughs> you, how you use crack as your example, my nigga? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, they just, yeah, they just, just called me by a like, whoa. No, <laughs> No, because y'all was over here like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just certain drugs you just don't just touch. About, I'm sure Bethany would think about the drugs. She'd probably be like, I won't touch. touch but crack never came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's just one of those drugs where he's like, like, I, like yeah, I'm not going to. Bruh, that was because like, I, like I'm saying, I've gone a while without dick. And you know, you get, you get to the point where, yeah, you still get aroused, but because you've gone without it, like, you don't go crazy. But, like, if you start using your fucking toys like crazy, you get to this point where, like, you just using, like, like E was early in the pandemic. You start using that Ooh. bitch about five times a day. You know still what I mean? Is. Yeah. Oh, like, she's still three? Okay. We went down to All right. Just three times. Okay. Yeah, it gets crazy. And they be like, where me Mika? Oh, she, all you hear is e, 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 e. That's a different type of, that's a different type of toy. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna have to dress mine up. I'm gonna have to put. I'm gonna have to put some gray sweats and a red fitted on it. You know what? I cannot. I cannot. What? <laughs> what in the world is going on here? Oh my god! What are you saying right now? This girl is crazy, dog. All right, let's. We're going to move on to price tags. Um, 
So basically Jasmine is telling us that, you know, money keeps her pussy wet. She wants to be with a guy who got mad bread. She'll do whatever for him so that she can just live a comfortable housewife life and be taken care of. And I feel like a lot of women go through this phase after they've been in a relationship and they feel like maybe they've wasted their time with a guy, yeah. taking care of a guy, um, just struggling financially and not getting what, you know, she wants out of the relationship yeah, or the see, situation. When you, it's like, niggas, when you got niggas with bigger wallets, that's just like a DM away. And you like, I'm over here dealing with your cheating, lying, dusty ass. You can't even put together a fucking resume. That's all I ask. Like, can you put a fucking resume together? That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and wait, time on. Just so you know, this is not personal, but I'm just saying, like, I was about to say, no, it's not personal, but I'm just saying, like, this is like struggle, struggle, and it's like you go and you try to support dreams and support ambition and stuff, but yet you can't want it more than they do. So it's like I'm supposed to sit here and be over here sharing fucking penny stories like oh you you struggle but i yeah shit i have to put two in the tank and three in my belly like i'm not about to fucking do this i'm just not voice is that the struggle voice i had to uh people people really be trying to swap struggle stories like they be trying to find love within swapping oh you struggle oh you have to eat you know uh, uh leftovers for a month like I'm not about to do this. I'm not about to go. Like, I know what it feels like to struggle. You know what I'm saying? I know what it feels like to, you know, to build it from the mud. I do. But but it's nothing wrong with a woman saying, like, no, nah, nigga, like, you need to be. Standards. Right. And that's a definite, yeah. that's a definite standard. I feel like, I feel like as women, we try to be understanding, but we completely lowered that standard and that shit needs to go right the fuck back up. There <laughs> needs to be. Uh, income. No, that's it's it's a thing where people are shamed. They shame women for wanting to be with a guy who is financially stable. Right, mm-hmm. it's the craziest thing to me. And I'm gonna be real. My dad is very he's he's financially well off. Like he's straight, and this is what I'm used to from a man. Listen, Elizabeth, stop. <laughs> I didn't say that. Alone. I didn't say that. Alone now. I said nothing. But I just feel like this is something that I'm used to. I'm used to a man being financially responsible, being, you know, a provider, making sure that his girl is good, making sure his family is good. And so when men be like, oh, you only date men who have money, it's like, um, that's what I'm used to. And it's not because I don't, I, I work for mine. Like, I'm mm-hmm. also a very hard worker. I can take care of myself. So the last thing that I want to do is to take care of a guy. I don't understand, like, I I understand, like, you know, there are couples who, you know, grind and get it together and, you know, they're going through the struggle together and they build something incredible. That's cool. But it's just, for me, I'm, I I don't want to call it a crutch, but I have my dad to always be there for me if I need it. And not- Everyone has that. And I yeah, understand. No. And I know that's really intimidating to a lot of men that like, oh, her dad, like he's straight. So like, no. Oh, yeah, no, Bethany, Bethany, you don't want that because I didn't have my daddy around when I was growing up. 
I had no daddy around when I was growing up. What? That's, um, that's why I'm, and I don't give a fuck. Y'all think I was like, mm. don't, don't let, let this cute face fool you. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I tried to hold a relationship where we brought each other up from the ground and up, and that shit got me nowhere. <laughs> so it's a lot of, Can we say this? Can we agree to this that a lot of times when that's the case, okay, I'm gonna say a lot of times, I'm just speaking from my experience. That I feel like I'm putting a way more energy into this bitch than you are. You, are. you know what I mean? Like my grind is is not is not it's not an equal amount of grind. You know, like and and I don't know. I feel like a lot of a lot of men that did exemplify that type of grind. Guess what they did? They didn't involve themselves in a relationship. They were they were single and they allowed themselves to like grow in some kind of way. Or when you see men grind like that. And they get to a certain part. What ends up happening? They end up separating from the person that they was with at some point in time. Who helped so you get like, to that point in the first place, bitch? No, I'm Ooh, oh, 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 oh! That's right. Oh, Ricky! <laughs> you sound like uh, what's what's Bernadette? Bernadine? What was her name on uh, Waiting to Exhale? Angela Bassett's character. <laughs> I don't remember. Six years. <laughs> yeah like I, but but it's something very admirable about a man who has a hustle and he yes. gets something goes for every day that's yes. I feel like that's what the woman is really attracted really ask, to yes that's it's what she's really attracted to because yes. let me tell you there is nothing more frustrating than you getting up and busting your ass and coming home and the nigga is just sitting in the same spot where you left him playing Call of Duty Playing See, Candy Crush, like nigga, like what? I just went in here busting my ass. Or, or, or you got, or you got these men that's like got so much time on their hands. Like I had a dude get get upset because I wasn't answering the phone when he called. Like, guess what? I got shit to do. Like, and what that tells me, and exactly what that tells me is like you don't have enough shit to do. So like, <laughs> so like, this is, doing, this is a problem. Like. You know, like, this is definitely a problem. Like, I need you, like, granted, I, like, I, you know, I get it. I get what, what it is. But, like, don't try to make me feel bad for, for, for grinding. Because best believe the last thing I do is try to waste my time on some dumb shit like talking to a whole nother nigga. If I'm talking to a whole nother nigga, I'm just not going to fuck with you. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to sit here. I got way, like, I only got 24 hours in a day. I got a lot of shit that I'm trying to get done. So, like, if you over here complaining, like, I called you. Did you see my phone call? Oh, no. Yeah, that's a pet peeve <laughs> of mine. So, okay, let's change up the vibe real quick. We're going to talk about Rashida's tale where she said, so I met this girl when I was 20 years old, and it was an instant connection between us two. She was very affectionate, loving, and kind. Everything that you could dream of. And we ended up moving in together. She proposed, gave me a ring. She introduced me to her best friend. We went out together one night and we ended up sleeping together and it crushed her. And when it hurt her, it hurt me. She told me it was over and she asked for a ring back. And she's like, I think I had a nervous breakdown. Have you guys ever cheated on someone and like gotten broken up with? No. I haven't. Like when I when I was listening no. to this, I was this is a interesting turn of events where you kind of fucked your relationship up and right. it goes into the song called lost ones where you're you know talking about like how you broke someone's heart 
I couldn't relate, but it was a very interesting like right. situation. But but can we also tie this into to, to it too? Because this is something I have experienced. Is why is it that women have to go through shit in order to for for you to like come to a place of to love her to like you know what I mean or to commit to her like you got like women got to be dragged through shit like where it's like you know she gets cheated on or you know struggling financially on some crazy stuff you know some crazy crazy shit <clears throat> lied to like deceit deceitful you 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 hit a whole wife and child or some crazy shit and then be like <laughs> you know what girl you stuck around you you a real one like I want to marry you girl like why does it have to be all that extra shit because it's like it why. sucks it sucks that for Rashida it took her basically cheating with her girl's best friend for her girl to then take her love away for her to say, I was heartbroken. I was crushed, but you wasn't crushing when you was smacking them cheeks. Like that was a fucked up situation. I'm the best friend, your best best friend friend slept with your girl. Like, bro, this is like layered. This is some heavy shit. Right. Like, how how did you guys even end up alone in the first place? Like, it just it just tells me that they were wait, time eyeballing out. Time out. Wait, time out. So the whole like when you say how did y'all end up alone in the first place? It almost sounds premeditated on someone's end. Like Rashida, yeah. who knows? Maybe she kind of had this in the back of her head that she found her girl's best friend attractive, or maybe the best friend was like, mm. no, but but the Rashida's reason kind of dope, like. How do you get to the point where you guys are like you go out without the one who connected y'all together in the first place? And so, do you feel? Do you feel like there's no like? Cause I, cause I have two, I have two girlfriends, and they have different view, you know, views on this. Like, I have a girlfriend where it's like you are not, you not, you shouldn't even be side chatting with my man, like (laughs) on any situation. And then I have another girlfriend where it's like. Oh, I'm cool. Like I want y'all to be friends. Like you, my best friend. Like, I want you here's this number. Yeah, yeah like that. here's this number type of shit. You know. So it's like, I mean, it really depends on the friendship. Like my best friend back home, if I were like, hey, can I hit, you know, so and so, and she'd be like, here, here's this number, because we are, we have that type of friendship, and she trusts me. Right. Right. That's different. I don't know how situations happen like this because I've never slept with like I, I just can't see myself being in a situation like this that's why I'm telling you like read like listening to that song I was just like or the interlude I'm it just kind of fucked me up like yeah. you guys were like, engaged Whoa, yeah. like how how did you get to this point where you are sleeping with someone that is your partner's best friend right I know it I know it happens often because you know we watch Mari we see right. it. Right. You know, they, right. they, they wrote a whole, they wrote a whole a movie about it. The best man. So they wrote a whole movie about it. But it's just so fucked up. But yeah. Um, what did you guys think about Lost One? Like um, just listen to it. I mean, it's one of those songs where it just kind of like it's kind of heartbreaking and that's one of those songs I don't want to hear again. <laughs> yeah, I think I skipped that one. The replay value. Or listen to the first time. I like it, but like I just don't relate to it. I've never been the cause of like a heart, like it's being like straight reckless like that. I've I've never done that. Yeah, Yeah. me either. But I have um like uh, cheated on someone just to get them back. 
back in my younger days, it was more like, you know, two wrongs don't make a right, but it makes it even. And I went by that a lot. But does it? But does it make it even? <laughs> but I went, I, went, I went by that. And um, he cheated. And I took him back. And my intent wasn't to cheat on him, but I ended up doing it anyways with the thought of, oh, well, shit, he did it on me. Why not? I didn't tell him myself. He went through the phone. I got caught. Why not? But Why not? Yeah. It did, yeah, but it did hurt me to see him hurt the way I was hurt when I found out. So I can kind of relate in that part where she was just like, he, to see that person hurt, it hurts you. Um, I mean, I still didn't take him back, but yeah, I, I cheated after my, my, um, my actions was off of, my reaction was off of his actions. So, but yeah. Yeah. I've never been in a situation where I just like cheated first. Yeah, no, neither. <laughs> if, I, I, if I ever, if I, 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 that's a rule of mine. If I start getting the itch to cheat, we, we, we gotta, we gotta just cut it. Like, <laughs> cut we it. gotta cut it. Cut it. Because I'm just not about to go through all that. (laughs) And then it starts making me feel like, well, why am I getting this itch? Like, it takes a a while for me to get that itch. And, like, it's like, why am I getting this itch? Like, why am I looking elsewhere when I have a whole person right here? You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And so it's like when, if I'm, like, over here trying to see this person, see this person, I got you right here, there's something missing. And, yeah, so... So we're going to move on to the next song, Precious Tale. And Precious is basically talking about what we were saying a couple songs ago where she she says, I'm not dealing with anyone who does not have money because I know my worth and my childhood plays a big role in this. Me not having stuff as a child, me wanting more out of life plays a big role. Growing up, that just gave me ambition. So we already talked about that. So I feel like it was pretty safe to move on to the <laughs> to the next song talking about um the song is called the other side where she says i've got dreams to buy expensive things and i know that he's out there where is my millionaire and i know he's in there so as my millionaire i got dreams no sure is it's it's it's, it's not it's not she be referencing it a lot (laughs) no it's 14. Do you like this song? Like, is this your like? Okay, you've listened to the whole album. Is this your favorite? Elizabeth? No, girl, girl like me is my favorite. Fourteen. Okay, but like it, the other side would be like my second. Okay. Yeah, I like the other side because I feel like it's really honest and vulnerable. Because I feel like a lot of women feel this way, mm-hmm. where it's just like, you know what? I am exhausted. Where right. is the man that's gonna come in and just relieve all this stress? Yes. Where's the man? Where's the man gonna come in and actually take care of me after I've been out here grinding? I'm working this dead end job. I do everything right, but I just can't fucking win. Mm-hmm. They a lot of women just want to be rescued, and this is what I feel like this song, The Other Side, is about. Like, where is he? Where he at? Sure. Is he gonna come and like save my life so I can just sit down and be treated like these white women who don't have to work? <laughs> And who can like actually just like sit up and do nothing while their man goes out and get it. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with wanting that. But a lot of women get slack for wanting to be taken care of. Or be the housewife. Yeah. And let me just tell you, 
I've been a stay-at-home mom before. That shit ain't all what it's cracked up to be. But I have a different, like, I've been working since I was 15. Like, I've had a job since I was 15 years old. I've always worked and taken care of myself. But there was a point where I reached, like, a burnout. Like, why do I have to do everything? Why can't mm-hmm. I have someone come in and just, like, release everything where I can just kind of, rel- like, come and relinquish this shit so I can, like, take a breather? It doesn't have to be forever. But give me a moment to, like, catch my breath. Girl, I still feel like that. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm not not saying. I will say that, like, like that is when you know when we were doing that show and we we're talking about what we we're bringing into 2020. Like, is that like you have to either be you coming into my life, and this is everyone in my life. This is also including y'all, you two. Like, you have to either be adding something or taking something away, and not taking something away in a negative sense, but taking something away that like that no longer served a purpose or you know needs to whatever but all relationships needs to be adding something or taking something away when i say taking something away that means relieving stress if it's relieving financial stress if it's relieving mental stress if it's relieving physical stress like that's taking something away and the thing is is that like like i said before some of these dudes be over here just want to like serve you you know a netflix account and fucking dick and it's like that's (laughs) not doing shit not doing anything like you are not taking give me a reason to stop not stop my hustle but to be like you know what i want to take a break with you like it's worth that time that is worth that time and a lot of these niggas can't i had to explain it to my homeboy last night when he was like girls always asking like saying like take me out to eat take me out to eat and i was like well do you understand why women say that he was like, I know why, I know why. It's because, like, that's all they hear was, like, this city girl shit and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? no. I said, I said, granted, you do have some young-minded girls out there that probably do pull from that. I said, but you have to realize that men, the two things that men value over anything is their time and their money. So if a, when a man slides into your DMs or hits you with a text message and they talk about they have interest in you, it's kind of a way to say, like, well, if you have interest in me, I want to, you know, like, I want to see how far this Let me see goes. it. Let me, Let see, me see it. it. You yeah. know, being lazy on some, like, oh, come over with a Netflix, that, that, does, that does not showcase interest to me. That's, that, that doesn't show anything to me. That just shows that your of- dick is, 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 is hard. That's it. Yeah, and a lot of women feel like, oh, you do that with every chick. With well, every what, chick. Yeah. What can you do that's different than what you do with everybody else? Right. And and like, no one. We all want to feel special. We want something different from what you do with these other bitches. Show right. some something that's a bit exclusive. Like, take me out. Like a lot of people feel like being in public with another person right. that they're interested in is that's something different. It's like because a lot of guys will try to hide like who they're dealing with, but some guys are like, with? no, I'm gonna yeah. take her out. I want to kind of like show her off, and it makes a woman feel special. It's right. little things like that. Just simply by taking a woman out to eat that you know can just really change the dynamic of whatever this situation is absolutely Invite the girl over to your house is just that's nothing it's like, nothing it's nothing for the birds right or or also and also like even with when if a woman says like take me out like yeah you got some girls is like take me to roof chris which i really don't even understand that whole thing anyway but um <laughs> but you know you have women that's like oh that type of shit that's you know once again i'm not speaking for those women but even like when a woman says like take me out like it also is a way to show like 
your creativity and like put some thought behind something like like you said to go to piggyback on the whole like making a woman feel special you know what i mean also i want to see like if you if i if we go in a in a in a uh environment where we're for, where we're forced to converse with one another that also shows some type of confidence within that man and how you know is he confident in how he hold himself and so yeah. on when you just can you have a on, conversation yeah can, can you have you, a conversation how, how do you how do you treat people in the service industry right do you have yep. respect like can you do you open the door for her right. like it's little things that you're like right peeping in a date it's not just something surface like he, you just want him oh, to spend money spend on money. you right no it that's not it Right, definitely. And then also men don't realize that they do the same thing cuz I don't know about y'all, but like I'm 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 often asked like, "Oh, you going to cook something?" You know, and I feel like some don't like don't ask me to cook shit. <laughs> like, you know, like I and I feel like, you know, men do that without like as though I'm like I don't know. I feel like men do that to see like how I run the house and am I going to like, you know, like basically try to scale it. Like how, how am I going to treat him? You know, kind of thing, which I get, but yet brother him, you first off, you approach me, right? Like you approach me, you slid in my DM or you, you know, got my number or my attention through some kind of way you approach me. So if this is a tennis match, bitch, it's your serve. Like, you need to go, you know what I mean? And, and then maybe if you know how to really hold yourself, you'll get that dinner. But for you to come out the gate thinking, like, because you hit me up, I'm supposed to be like, oh, yeah, come over. I'm, you know, I'm going to go ahead, throw that. No, I'm not doing that. Yes, you do have women that get into situations and, like you said, be want to be saved, you know, and they start folding clothes and shit on site. You know, mopping floors, pulling out the fabric. Come in and wash the dishes and shit. That's like, crazy. I'm, I'm not fucking doing that. That's like, crazy. I am not doing that. Like, I'm I definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely scoping your place out. And if that bitch is nasty, like, you probably not going to see me again. I'm looking at your bathtub. <laughs> yeah, in your medicine cabinet and shit. Telling you, if you got, you if, got your, rings around? if you got frosted windows, you know what I mean? Like, frosted. <laughs> like now, I like to me. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. I hate seeing toothpaste any windows. I hate seeing toothpaste any other place than a toothbrush. So if I'm seeing toothpaste all in the sink, you like mean, on like people have toothpaste oh, okay, on yeah. their fucking mirror. I'm sorry, I, frosted yeah, windows. Frosted mirror. Frosted, oh. mir frosted mirrors. Yeah, yeah. that's nasty. Yeah, that's I'm fucking disgusting. That. That's nasty. Or you like see like they 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 shower curtain and it got like that like brown thing or okay, I'm looking in I'm looking in your bathroom. Don't tell me everything about your hygiene. To be no, no. <laughs> but then have the, but then but look but then have the nerve to have the Jordan stacked up neatly in the corner. <laughs> it's like oh I see where your priorities are. Right. Okay. Right. Call yeah. call a call a duty headset is like perfectly like. <laughs> <laughs> but your ass can't you can't you can't clean after yourself you know what i'm video, saying video games and alphabetical order and shit yeah. like wasn't your chore as a kid to clean the bathroom right <laughs> my god and nothing's worse than like a guy who purposely like leaves his house to be junky just to see like what you gonna do is she gonna, I'm gonna pick do shit up? is she gonna clean something 
I'm no, look at you. I'm not going to do a, shit. I'm a grown ass woman with my own place and my own responsibilities. The last thing I'm going to do is come over and take care of your house. Of your Make house. Care. And Please. what the fuck? Right. You haven't even passed the test yet. Like I said, you was in my shit. Like, <laughs> come over here. All, all you just proved to me is that you're a motherfucking problem. And like I said, <laughs> like, like I said, what it is, did not leave a good taste in your mouth. Yeah, like, I. <laughs> Like I said, yes. like, oh. <laughs> like, I just can't, I just, like, that makes me feel like y'all walk into your house, you got a dirty house, like, that makes me feel like you don't wash your ass, you know, good. Like, right. you knew it. I was coming over and you didn't right. tidy up at all? Not okay, you'll never see me again. You, yeah, you just, you just completely redefined dusty nigga. Because, you know, you have them dudes that, like, dress nice. Even like go get some nice cologne, and then you come to their house, and it's like, so you got clean in this shithole? How the fuck did you get clean? How did you get clean in this dusty ass? Like it's so dusty. Have you ever noticed that when it's like dusty somewhere, the lightning is, is off? It's just yeah, brown, it's like brown, like damn, damn, like. like Real LED, <laughs> Yo, this LED is lights. Really, this is so real. Like, this is so real. Like, I don't understand why guys just do the bare minimum in their homes. Like, oh, my God. Like, do you not want a woman to feel comfortable here? You want to Netflix and chill so bad in this dirty motherfucker? Ew, come on. You should want to get out. Like, oh. out. So we're going to move on to uh, Amanda's tale. And she starts off by saying, it's a little hurtful that I just can't be confident. And in being with one person that I have to look over my shoulder, looking at these girls on Instagram. And it's hard sometimes because I don't have all that they have. And the sex has become my superpower. It's like sex is where I'm finding my worth. It's the one thing that I know I can make you keep coming back to me. But at the end of the day, if you don't really want me, I know you're going to want that. In one way, it's empowering. In another way, it's sad. I feel moments of sadness knowing that, you know, just me alone and who I am is not enough. Which leads into the song, um, Girl Like Me, featuring her. And I feel like, look, a lot of this is very vulnerable. Like, women, like, I feel like a lot. We talk like this amongst each other. But to put this on an album for everyone to consume... That's really a tough thing to do for people to digest. I feel like even us doing this podcast and being as candid as we are, it takes a lot of guts to talk about our insecurities and how we really feel about shit. Now, especially when it comes to dealing with the opposite sex or whoever we find attractive, when we will constantly put ourselves up against other women or, you know, someone else and compare our bodies, compare, you know, just our worth in general. You can see everyone's highlights on Instagram, but we really don't know what these people are going through. But we see the highlights and like we probably think like, oh, this girl has it all. She has a man, you got the baby and a cool job. And she's, you know, might be an influencer or have a really dope job in fashion or, you know, whatever. And women are constantly being compared to this highlight reel of social media. And I think it's just the it's something I feel like in the last like seven years that this has really become a problem where girls are now doing something to 
combat this, whether it's plastic surgery or, you know, just living this fake ass life on Instagram when it's not really like that in person because maybe a guy left her for somebody else. Or you see it like, cause like, okay, to kind of add on to what you're saying, you see it within the men's actions. I like, I, I know I told you about this guy before B where it's like, you, you see men constantly going in on fem- on females and say, you know, mm-hmm. all y'all want is the player and the baller and you do this and, you know, take flights here and you don't show the person you on vacation with, right? But yet you see that same person who sit there and does all that ranting on IG and guess whose pictures they're liking? Those, those. Like, yeah. those girls. And so yeah. it's like a lot like men don't realize that they created this, this whole situation right and then and that's the thing that social media has done is that like instead of just having like it, it, it's broadened the the fishing pool so before it used to just be within your city right like you knew the guys in your city but now you can see this badass you know colombian girl that's like you know what i mean like thousands yeah. of miles away and you wouldn't can just, give you the time of the day nigga. wouldn't give you and that's what i'm saying and that's what, and that's what i was gonna get to is that on both sides, female and male, you got people fishing in ponds that they are not qualified to truly fish in. So, like, I think that's I think that's the topic of conversation too. Where I'm like, it's like, bro, you ain't got the bait to be in this pond, right? Like, but also, what are you doing but also, here? but also, sis, sis, let's just keep it one hundred, sis. It's not even about your looks. That's the thing too. Like we'll we'll do we'll break we'll try to go to the obvious where it's like oh I don't have surgery but it might just be more than just the surgery. You know right. what I'm saying? It might just be where you are in your journey in life that you you're not you know qualified to fish in this pond. So it's like yeah. So have you so have you ladies ever dealt with a guy where you felt like you weren't qualified to be in his world i guess yeah yes yes, yes. yep and the crazy so thing is me, he didn't make me feel that way that was an insecurity that just right. like came out once i start seeing how he was moving and how his life was set up like mm-hmm. that it, it triggered something in me where i start to shrink i feel yeah. like in my situation i was able to see his exes and kind of look like, okay, he dated this girl, he dated this girl, dated this girl. What is it about me? Because I feel like I'm completely different from everybody else. So, like, what is it? And it just kind of made me feel like, is he really serious about this? Like, me? Right. You know, right. I had those insecurities. But I, uh, I don't know. That whole situation just kind of fizzled out because I've really... I just have my moments of weakness where I will kind of tear myself down. But then I have a moment where I'm like, wait a minute. Like, no, I have to be reminded, like, I'm actually a catch. Like, there's a reason they didn't work out with these other women. Maybe the superficial shit was just, it was whack and they wanted something that's more real or authentic. So I always try to, like, see both sides of the situation. Like, yeah, I may tear myself down for, like, momentarily. But I always circle back, like, hold up, hold up, girl. Right. You might be that bitch. So <laughs> just, just, just wait. Facts. Yeah. And then also, sometimes, and then also, I had to, with, with my situation, what, what kind of helped me was that I, I, 
I came to the conclusion that I was putting him way too high on the pedestal because I had to realize that, like, even though I see him that way, he might not see himself that way. Like, people mm-hmm. are even in different places. Yeah, people are in different places in their journey. Some people, I might look at him that way, but he might look at me and be like, "I'm." and he actually said it. He's like, I, I'm thankful to even be able to experience you. So when he said that to me, I was like, wait, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> like what do you mean? But, you know, and like that, then that kind of woke me up where I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I'm putting, I see him in a certain light, but like, he might not share that same view of himself. So, mm. no. yeah, mm, that's really interesting. Mm. So, um, so do you guys agree with the whole saying that holes be winning? Um, um, <laughs> well, I mean, it, it all depends on what what's the what definition of hole. No, well, well, what the prize, what is the prize that they be winning? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Cause if we're talking about access to stuff, I, you could say yes. Now, if we're talking about oh, they winning in relationships, I'm gonna say no. So this is this is my take on this. I feel like there are a lot of women who are kind of like prudes and they look down on women who are sexually liberated, who you know take agency over their bodies. So they will automatically see these women as hoes. But there are a lot of men who are attracted to that confidence that these women possess. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, well, she's out here, you know, all you see is her ass and titties and blah, blah, blah. But here I am wholesome with all these degrees and, you know, I got this and I got that. And it's like, why wouldn't he choose me? And it's just that whole hoes be winning. It's just kind of some fucked up shit. Now, if you want to talk about like some actual hoes, hoes who end up getting wiped up by, like, the baller or the rapper or whoever. Right. Okay, whatever. But at the same time, these women be posting the same heartbroken memes as the girl that you worked a nine-to-five with. So Wait, who's really yes. winning in Who's this? really winning? No, right. facts. Facts. Shay, I think, I think uh, <laughs> Erica Badu said it best. On uh, your booty might be bigger, but I still can pull your neck up. But I yeah, that whole song is facts. No, I you're right. I feel like it's all subjective. Like, what is, what's the prize? What are we winning right, here? But what, also, what are the whole winning? Is it the attention that you're, that you're envious of? Right. That they're actually like, you know, that they pulled somebody and they have this guy's attention momentarily? Well, that they got a baby or some material things? Like, what is it? But who are you to, to to determine that a woman is undeserving? That's, See, a, that's, that's the issue I have with. Like, who are you just because you decide to wear your button button all the way to the fucking top? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> as though you like as though you live in Amishville. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where a roller a roller a roller bang because you decide to do that and still wear white pantyhose. That's after a bang. Bang. Yo, like. Just, you decide to do that like because that, that's the thing that and you know girls we, we we talked about this earlier and i said it too i was like if we all look at at ourselves as queens we also have to accept that that each queen runs their kingdom differently you know like i'm not going to no i i me personally i'm not covering up shit 
guess what? My body is a temple and my body gave birth to a human being. It was my body that nourished a being to life. Okay, so for you to sit up here and be like, oh, you should think highly of yourself. I actually think that highly of myself that I'm that I think I'm some form of demigod. So like I'm going to walk <laughs> around this bitch as naked and as freely as I possibly can. If you want to sit up and wear fucking white stockings and, you know, you know, below the knee skirts and shit like that, looking like a Deacon's wife, that's up to you, <laughs> my sis. That is you. That is you. And I'm not going to judge you for that. And I'm not going to press you and judge you for that. But for you to sit on your pulpit and think that I'm undeserving because I actually embrace my nipple. You know what I'm saying? Because I actually embrace the cuff that's under my ass. I spent hours in the gym to build that cuff under my ass. You best believe that. Yes, I, like, I, I Yo. Like, and, and that's what I'm trying to say. And it's like, oh, well, you know, you, you, you're more than your body. You're absolutely right. As to why I, I know that I yeah. use my brain and I actually use my mouth as well. Like, very come well. On. Very well. well. In all types of very. ways. And she <laughs> loves it. Like, stop playing. You know what stop I mean? <laughs> like, the fuck? So, yeah, no, I, I agree. I completely agree with you. But that's, but go back to what I was introducing, like, earlier in the show is that they have the whole like uh you know you know i have you know the women that are wifeable and then like the hoes but yet you know like a lot the main reason why you're stepping out of your relationship is because that one that you consider a wife is not fulfilling it's like going to a restaurant and you go to one of those little french restaurants and they give you like a like less than a, a quarter of a portion, you know what I mean? A and drop expect, and a piece a drop. Yeah, and, and expect you to be like, oh my God, I'm so, I am completely, <laughs> you're not. And guess what? You're going to be asking for uh, 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 freaking appetizers, you know, fucking dessert from, from you're going to order a couple of shit from the dessert tray. You're going to ask for water. You're going to ask for a damn drink, all that, because guess what? You're not fulfilled. But yet, take your ass to, uh, shit. Can't think of a damn restaurant where like the fucking portions are just like oh, family size, family <laughs> size, like you know, just like, like I can't eat all this. Like you don't have the energy to even step out. I think I feel like I, I really appreciate the men who date women who have like a reputation, like yeah. how Michael B is dating Lori Harvey, which I feel like her reputation is it's kind of fucked up that men like try to put her in this whole category when she's literally just dating. And if it's not working mm-hmm. out, she breaks up with them and moves the fuck on. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why people are doing that to her. What's up, Meek? So, <laughs> I have an issue. I, and I didn't really, cause like between Lori Harvey and Jasmine Sullivan's album, I never really realized my issue with the word ho, but like, you, you know, we had a conversation and it kind of brought it to light to me. Now, I'm not trying to sit here and act like there's no such thing as hoes. Like, there are. You know, now have but I even, really... But even the word ho is all subjective. It's all, sub- exactly, it's all subjective. And I think the issue that I have is how loosely it's used and how um, it's very, like, uh, close-minded and very elementary on how, like, just because you can count somebody's body supposedly or whatever that like you automatically deem a woman as a hoe 
you know, and the thing about hoe, that when we put hoe onto a woman, nothing, I've never seen someone be called a hoe and they be uplifted in any kind of way. So it completely diminishes that woman's character. So, like, I just think there's so many different levels, that so many different things that contribute to, like, when we call someone a hoe. Like, it's more than just, like, the body count. It's like, okay, well, how does she carry herself? What's the whole point? behind her definition of a hoe yeah like what's the definition of a hoe right (laughs) so it's like you have someone who supposedly has a high body count to your standard and then you automatically deem them as a hoe but then it's like what happened if okay that person has and i'll say high body count some people think that 30 is a high body count some people think 40 is a high body count okay that person has 40 bodies and but yet she's a amazing a best friend, uh, you know what I mean? An amazing partner. She's a go-getter. She's a hustler. She has all these dope attributes about her. So you're going to miss out on that because your ego can't fathom the fact that she's experienced 40 people more, you know, other than you. Like, right. that blows my mind that people will get in their way of actually finding true love. You know what I'm saying, and and a true happiness that you will allow something. Yeah, you set these 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 crazy ass limitations that really don't sum up like the the true essence of a person, and you limit yourself to that to that like oh you got bodies I yeah like I'll fuck with you, but you're not deserving to be wife. But you know that all comes from a very uh, insecure place. Sometimes it's like, well, that means I might not be the best that she's ever had. Right. Mm. right I feel like a lot of guys are so afraid that they're not the best and right but but that's okay because there may be something else about you that she is just crazy about and why is that worth less than your sex game why does that like make you feel some sort of way because she's experienced other people sexually like she could have experienced these people and it was a terrible experience like I feel like with Lori she's went from this guy to this guy to this guy because they did nothing for, for her. Like, right. momentarily, and then, and it could have been good. But they probably, were probably, probably trash. trash. I, I, think, I think Michael B. Jordan got that dick to make her, motivate her, get up the next day and be like, yes, I want, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. But the yes. thing is, let's say, let's say her and Michael B. don't work out. She has every right to continue to date. Who she desires. Yeah. Whether she decides to do it publicly or privately, she has every right to move on to the next nigga. Good right. for you. I really, I really hope that there are some young girls who are seeing this and saying, you know what? This is okay. This I'm is how you're me. supposed to date. Mm-hmm. Right. These guys are out here definitely doing right. that. And they, and, they, and like I said, they're trash. And then like, I believe, um, uh, Karen, is that what I'm saying? His name? Karen, yeah. Karen <laughs> mentioned it. That like, it's Carlton. like, it's, it's it's tr- it's trash ass niggas like okay uh, she gets with you and like you on some bullshit whether you're not motivated or guess what you might just got a whack ass dick or maybe you out here and you on some just trifling shit and just can't stop putting your dick and everything what is she just supposed to just settle with you nigga like no exactly like you the, the girl the the, the woman the whole massage yes that's yeah. the whole misogynistic idea behind it is like you want to suppress this woman from being happy and to actually getting something that she enjoys. Like being with a partner that she's actually happy with, that she's attracted right. to, that she's having great sex with, that she has a great friendship with. 
it's like they just completely overlook that and just immediately think like, well, she's fucking all these niggas. So right. you know, and this she, whole this this whole concept of like being my everything, right? Ooh. Like the way the way I look at it, the way I look at it is like when you brought up the whole like you might not be her best. Think about it like if we're talking about singers. So Beyonce, right? The reason why she's like one of the greats, she's not the best singer. We can definitely find a singer that's better than Beyonce. She's not the best dancer. We can definitely find a performer that outdances the shit out of Beyonce, right? She doesn't have the best songs or like the best writing of songs. We can definitely find someone else who have better writing. But when you start adding all of that shit up together, her sh- like because she has it as a collective, like she does every single one of them at a certain level, it takes her to a level of greatness. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have someone like, um, I'm trying to think, like you have like a Deborah Cox that can outsing Beyonce, but Deborah Cox is no Beyonce. Deborah Cox yeah. cannot put on, cannot sell out arenas and not sell albums the way Beyonce does, you know? And so that's right. how I look at it. It's like, no, you might not be the demon dick that she had or like, oh my God, like I'm just so hypnotized by your dick. But there's, because you're able to perform at such a high level across the board, puts you at a certain, you know, on a certain pedestal. Hey. Yes, queen. I just want to tell Lori, keep doing what you want to do, baby girl. (laughs) I love to see it. I love 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 seeing how bothered, I love seeing how, no, how bothered her how her pussy management is set up is just flustering women and men like well well first off she's a socialite and everything all of her moves are in are in you know public eye shit if i was lori harvey shit they would have been drugged my motherfucking ass (laughs) but okay i was literally i was literally gonna say that like i feel like had I been public with every guy that I was dealing with, I'd be like, the fuck is Bethany on right now? Right. I, I don't care. Be mad. Right. Like, this is my life. Like, and, and a lot of, <laughs> it's just a lot of, um, God, I don't want to like diss any women, but it's just a lot of women who are just not on any, anywhere close to her level. And like the social light that Lori is like, you live two completely different worlds, right. boo. So for you to be so concerned about what she's doing with her shit, right. like it, it almost seems obsessive. Like, why are you so obsessed with what this right. girl is doing? Doing like, right. bruh, just right. work. Like, we got women 37, 40 something talking shit about this yeah. 24-year-old and guess woman. What? And guess what? And they are in unhappy ass fucking relationships. You know, sexual what I'm saying? and everything. Like, and I think, and and you know, I said this to you guys earlier, and it's like at the end of the day, I am an advocate for sex, sexual exploration or, and, and, and it's not just sexual because, because to me, sexual doesn't just mean penetration. There's different levels when we're talking about sex. I, I also like to include intimacy into that. So it's like, I, like, I'm just a huge advocate for, for women and men. And it's the, it's the practice of giving yourself permission, permission to actually explore however far or you know wide or whatever that you are willing to go but allowing yourself that permission to explore and see what you actually like and then like and you might go and you know taste some things and try some things bend over 
make a clap, bounce head, bounce head, bounce head. You might try some shit, but and then you and then after you try that shit, you come together and be like, okay, I know what I'm definitely not gonna put up with. I know what is a must. Like we just talked, we just sat here and talked not uh, earlier today when we we're like. I didn't realize how much intimacy was important to me. And this is outside of sex. I'm talking about yeah. just like, like, the little up, things. like affection and like the little things. I didn't really realize how much that was important to me until I experienced it. Right. Yeah. But you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't know that unless you gave yourself permission to explore that. So it's like yep. when you got these people over here with their prude ass fucking views and these restrictions and limitations, they don't realize that it's not Lori Harvey that they're impacting or affecting in any kind of way. It's your fucking self. It's the reason why you continuously stay in unhappy ass relationships, why you feel un unappreciated, uh, why you don't feel love, why you do not feel valued in any kind of way. And, it, and because you don't give yourself that type of grace and that type of permission to explore, your, you know, how far you however you can go. Shit, your lover actually might be of the same sex, but because you have so many restrictions on yourself, you won't even uh, you won't even think of that as a possibility. Right. You know? Right. All right, Meek. Um, so that was the last song on the track. Do you have a quote? I actually do have a, a quote. And it's the hey. one it's a one that uh hold on, I have to pull it up. Cause y'all gonna laugh when y'all hear where the hell I got it from. Oh hell. Jesus, uh, be with us, Lord. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, real quick, why are you pulling it up? Cassie is expecting baby number two yes. with her boo, and I am so happy to see For it. Her. It's like the moment she left Diddy, her shit just leveled up. And this is just, you know, from the outside looking in, we don't know what their relationship is like, but I just like to see love. Happy. and family and happiness so like i feel like she just gave birth and she's already pregnant again they getting it in i love it right they fucking <laughs> they fucking oh. they, they be fucking y'all <laughs> um okay so the uh uh the quote is from and i'm probably gonna say this wrong so please correct me justin Laboy. justin Laboy. okay justin Laboy. Uh, said a nigga won't wife a hoe, but will risk losing his mane over one. And it's true. That that and that just to me it just sums it all up right there. Like mm -hmm. niggas be willing to Ooh. risk it all, but she unworthy. But she's unworthy to be wife. But you're willing to risk it all, right? That's cool. real. All right, y'all, that was uh, our dissertation of Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels. We didn't have a uh, crazy, sexy, cool red light special question this week because a lot of y'all were asking us to talk about this album. So here, we did it, all right? But if you guys do have a question for us, email us at crazysexycoolpod at gmail.com or shoot us a DM at crazysexycoolpod on Twitter and Instagram, and we just may answer your question on the show. But until next week, uh, wait, Meek, what's good? You got something to Okay, say? and so, like, also, I want to say, fellas, I really want to hear y'all feedback on this particular episode. Oh, yeah. Like, I really do. Like, like, 
it would have been cool if we would have like a, a you know a male voice on here but yeah i really do so please write in you know talk to us we talk back so some of us all right right and until, look <laughs> i talk back just a little bit mm, okay what you mean like somebody okay. they respond to your like story you just like double lol tap <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is. We know, we know the vibe. <laughs> you know what? Low key, so. low key, Liz is like Silent Bob. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not Silent Bob, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, y'all. Until next week, we'll holla. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.